Can you hear that? Can you hear that? That little buzz? Can you hear that little chatter? The little chatter of real estate starting to warm up again? Uh, the real estate market's been a bit quiet all winter. Auckland in particular, the market dropping 2.4%. But now it's starting to buzz. Can't you hear it? Just a little bit. There are reports of busy open homes and houses going above CV. There's better weather, obviously. Low interest rates from the uh, Reserve Bank. Thank you very much. And there's a pent-up pressure because people have been sitting on their hands. And that will do that to uh, this sort of thing. And new figures for the year to last month have come out from around the country and are in the paper today. The biggest house price rises, Central Hawke's Bay, up 16.7%. Woo! Manawatu, Whanganui, up 16.3%. Nationally, prices up 2.72%. Better than GDP. Uh, by the way, the biggest market is in the 750000 to $1 million band. That makes up 44.5% of the national market. Yeah, Isn't it interesting that people are coming back to this housing market just as the worst business confidence figures we've seen in a long time are out? It shows you the vagaries in emotion. Uh, one side feels bad, the other side feels confident. What really struck my eye, though, from these figures is Dunedin. Hello, Dunedin, the biggest mover in house prices amongst all our cities, up over 12% of the year. And I've just spent nine days in central Otago reading the ODT, and I can tell you there is a buzz about the whole region. A week ago, the ODT reported that Dunedin's GDP growth was 2.6% last year. They also rubbed it into Christchurch because it was only 1.2%, but that's what they do in Dunedin. <laughs> but there we go. Job growth in Dunedin, up 8%. Residential building consents, up 3.3%. This is all according to Enterprise Dunedin. There's been a 4.2% increase in the number of people enrolled with local health providers. That's a sign that the population is growing. Uh, the story in the ODT had a picture of the Fleetwood Mac concert at Forsyth Bar, 35,000 people rocking out. The implication was the so-called White Elephant Stadium is helping paint the picture that Dunedin is booming and is a more and more attractive place for people to go. And it is. In fact, the truth being, it always has been. Back in the day when I was in some management in radio, I was looking at the pay of our sales reps in Otago, and I saw that it was exactly the same as the pay we were giving our reps in Auckland. But of course, the cost of living in Dunedin, dramatically lower. So if you're a teacher or anyone else covered by national collective agreements, you get the same pay in Dunedin as any other city. So why not stretch your dollar in a funky province? And I think more and more people are starting to do that. More and more people are arriving in New Zealand and thinking there's more to it than just Auckland or Wellington. There's Dunedin and Christchurch and all sorts of places. So we've got this slow rebalancing of our population. But as this happens... It comes with warnings. Local authorities have to plan ahead to avoid the pitfalls our bigger cities have already struck. And I saw that in Queenstown. Debate is raging over the struggling infrastructure serving the tourists and the residents. And they put more and more hotel rooms in there while waters, you know, storm water spills into Lake Wakatipu. And I saw that in Wanaka, where the surging population means people are saying we need to increase the tourism, might have to build some hotels, and there's a vicious debate over developing the airport to get more tourists in, and the debate is between the newbies who need the jobs and the nimbies who think that Wanaka can stay the same as it always has been. I'm talking to Hamish Rutherford later in the programme about the true picture of our business confidence and how slow our times are. But isn't it amazing that even in the slow times, change is always happening?